Pastor Pat here for another edition of Wednesday Night Live. It is so good to be with all of you guys. I don't know about where you live, but where I'm at right now, it's a little bit hot, it's a little bit humid, it's a little bit sticky, so hopefully you guys have been able to take some some sort of respite from the heat today or the stickiness in the air, but um, wherever you're at, I just want you to know uh, it is such an honor and a joy to be able to join you here tonight. I know people are joining from all over the place. If you could do me a favor, all, all of our family right now on Instagram, I'm talking right to you live right now on Instagram. If you could just give a shout out, name, where you're joining us from on YouTube, across all of our platforms. Um, a couple things, quick, quick housekeeping uh, that I want to talk about tonight. Uh, of course, as always, we have uh, ministry leaders in all of our platforms in the chats uh, and so we would love to be able to connect with you. It is really important that it's just not a one-sided conversation where you tune in and listen for a few minutes to something that I have to say. But we really want to know where you're coming from. We want to know what you're going through. We want to hear from you tonight. And so that also uh, gives you a big, huge, warm welcome to be able to ask questions. If you have questions as I'm speaking, uh, just go ahead and you can fire those away. We have all of our leaders that are moderating in those rooms, on those platforms that are taking those questions and they're texting them over to me. And so as I drill through all of this, I will be getting text messages and what I'll be able to do is I'll be able to join and hopefully answer those questions for you tonight. So uh, something really, really quick to let you guys know, if you are in need of resource, if you are in need of resource, if you are in need of prayer, if you're in need of just a conversation with a human voice, if you have a friend or a family member that's in need, I want to be sure that you know we are here for you. Um, we have a phone number. It's our hotline. The number is 760-500-4888. And I want you guys to take advantage of that number. You can text into that number. You can let us know if there's something that you need. We want to be able to get you pointed in the right direction, be able to take care of something for you personally. We're going to do whatever is best uh, for you in a situation. So, hey, give me some shout outs. If you guys are with me in the house tonight, Kathy from Escondido, good to see you guys. Yeah, Tom and Diane from Vista, high five, joining from the YouTube nation. Instagram. Instagram, you got to like light it up a little bit. You better tell your friends that they better jump on this live right now. I want to see you guys getting, I want to see you guys getting energetic jumping on this. Hey, listen, family, we've been, we, we right now, I believe, check with, with, I have to check with the crew right now. Have, have we been in lockdown quarantine for eight weeks, right? Eight weeks, two months, eight weeks, Instagram, eight weeks, two months. Uh, YouTube, eight weeks, two months, Facebook, <laughs> you know, the, it, we've been in this for two months. And so one of the things that I've been thinking about in my own world, in my own life, in my own person, I'm going to talk to you about tonight. And, uh, and I, what I'm hoping is I'm really hoping that, uh, you're able to hear what I have to say. It's going to be very quick. I just want to give you a few nuggets of information of truth here tonight. And I want to be able to give you some encouragement and leave you uh, feeling more hopeful than hopefully when you tuned in. So uh, we're going to talk tonight about this key question. Here's the question. Currently, right now, where you're at, 
eight weeks in, quarantine, lockdown. We call it lockdown with the lynches. The lynches on lockdown. Are you, uh, yeah, are you slipping? Are you surviving? Or are you getting stronger? Here's this, this, yeah, I heard a wow. Uh, I believe my wife actually said she doesn't even know how to answer this question, so she she was going to tune in uh, personally. I can tell you right now, this is a huge question that I'm asking myself right now. You know, what am I doing to ensure I have to be able to focus in and ask this question? Am I slipping? Are things slipping in my life? Maybe maybe I'm backing off a little bit on my workout routines. I'm backing off a little bit on my nutrition. I'm backing off on my on my rest. I'm backing off on my spiritual habits. I'm backing off on my time that's quality with the people around me. Am I slipping? Am I in maintenance mode? Am I just surviving? Am I just like, man, you know what? I'm going to sit right here on the couch and I'm going to make sure the needle just doesn't dip. If I can just stay at average and just FYI, I am not built for average. So it's like, I, if I can just stay average, so are you surviving? Are you just keep, are you keeping the mark the same? Or are you, right now, do you feel like you're getting stronger? Here's what I'd love for you to do. This is, this is huge. This is a moment of vulnerability. I would like you right now, before I say one word about this, and I bring some truth to us tonight and some encouragement, I want you to light up our comments right now, and you tell me if you can nail down right now, are you slipping, are you surviving, or are you getting stronger now here's the deal when i ask that question there's a lot of different areas of your life and i'm not talking about one specific area so you're going to have to real quickly right now just take a few seconds right now and i want you to just do a quick assessment do a quick inventory and just say overall in my life man i maybe i'm kind of getting stronger here but i'm kind of surviving here but i'm really slipping over here so overall do you feel like you're slipping surviving or getting strong and um and throw them in those comments if you're like the if you're like the i'm brash i'm vulnerable i'm willing to bear my soul in front of public type person and i don't really care then you're just gonna throw yourself down what are you getting stronger are you surviving or are you slipping man awesome we got somebody throwing out getting stronger lydia getting stronger there you go come on hopefully getting (laughs) hopefully getting stronger uh my wife said all three of these at different times of the day. So sometimes of the day she's slipping, sometimes she's surviving, sometimes she's getting stronger. Can you just throw down like a holy hand, a praying hands emoji if that's you? If you go through like the emotions of sometimes during your day you're like, I am slipping. And then sometimes you're surviving. If, you, if, you, if it's like the spectrum in your day, maybe like Shandra, my wife, you go through all three during the day. Um, but her hope, she says, hopefully she's getting stronger. Yeah. Kristen Welch, depends on the time of the day, all of the above, but striving for strength all day long. Surviving, honest, surviving to become stronger. Keenan from Texas. Jenny from Texas. Great question, she says. I would say all three, forever trying to get stronger. Stronger. Okay, cool. So here's the deal. Uh, my goal, I want you guys to know this. My goal for you spiritually, my goal for you in your life is that you would emerge from whatever this season is that we're in, however long it is, 
My goal is, is that you would emerge from this season stronger than when you went into it. Okay? I, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to peel back the, the motivational layers here. Then I'm going to tell you overtly or explicitly, I should say, I'm going to tell you what my goal for your life is. My goal for your life spiritually is that you would emerge stronger spiritually than when you went into this season of life. You and I don't know how long the season is going to last, how long it's going to occur. But I want to tell you that you have an opportunity. And, 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 I, and I'm, I'm preaching to myself right now. Like I could just lay hands on myself right now and I could just I could start throwing down tongues over my own body, uh, you know, praying for myself over this because I want to emerge from whatever this timeline is, whatever this spectrum of time is, I want to emerge stronger than when I went in. And the hope in that is, is that if we individually in our homes as families and as individuals, as followers of Jesus can emerge stronger from whatever this time spectrum is, what, what, however long this lasts, if we can emerge stronger, we are going to be ahead of the curve and we are going to be able to take grounds where the enemy has been able to rob, kill, and destroy potentially prior to us going into this, this quarantine and lockdown. The enemy had been gaining ground potentially in some parts of your life. Listen, this is what I felt like the Lord was speaking to me about tonight is that some of you, the enemy was gaining ground in some areas of your life, and he was beginning to nip at your heels. And the word for you tonight is that no matter the calamity, no matter the destruction, no matter what's happening, that the opportunity that we have right now, I feel like God has given us this, this very rare opportunity in our lifetime to be able to have margin to exercise some things that we need to exercise that we wouldn't have had if we were running full speed at, 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 at the pace that we were running at. So right now, there's an opportunity for us to exercise some things so that we can emerge stronger. I'm going to tell you, it's a grind, it's a fight, and it's going to take work on your part. I want to share with you a few, a few truths from Scripture. I'm going to talk about this guy really quickly from the Bible. His name is Job. Some people, it looks like Job, J-O-B. His name is Job. Um, the Bible talks about Job. Uh, because Job was this this man who had this amazing family, he he had he had the acquisitional um, power of of some money of wealth and his kids and, and life was great. And you might be able to relate to this. And then this calamity hits his life. And this is the, the this is the abbreviated version of of the book of Job, which is forty two chapters long. But what I want to tell you, what I want to focus on is that Job ends up losing absolutely everything. Okay? We may feel like we're losing everything, but Job lost everything. He, he lost his family. His children died. I mean, he lost everything, and he found himself without a home. He found himself in conflict. He found himself in the worst of possible situations. But one thing that Job maintained is he maintained his relationship and his focus on who God was in his life and the promises that God had given him. I want to read for you uh, this, this part of Job. I'm going I'm to kind of walk us through some scriptures in Job really quickly. Job 17, verse 6. It says, God has made me a byword. That the, the, the word by 
word means laughing stock. So have you ever felt like, you know, you're in a situation and it's hard and it's tough and you're like, this is just crazy. And you, you want to blame, like, you want to blame God. Like, God, you, you're making me the laughing stock of the entire uh, city, the laughing stock of my school, the laughing stock of my state, of my place of work. This is how Job is feeling because he's been devastated. He has been devastated. He, he's experiencing every emotion that you can imagine in humanity. And he's saying, God has made me a byword, laughing stock to everyone, a man in whose face people spit. This is where Job is at. People spitting in his face. My eyes have grown dim with grief. We've been talking about grief for the last few weeks. My whole frame is but a shadow. This countenance, you, you know, you know, when someone's going through something, they just they carry themselves differently. That you can see the weight on them. Some of you are physically, you're feeling the weight of of what we're in, and you're carrying it. He says, "My whole frame is but a shadow. The upright are appalled at this. The upright, the people." that aren't maybe dealing with circumstances as grave as yours. Maybe, I mean, let me say this, not just those people. The people that think that the reason why they're not dealing with circumstances that maybe aren't as bad is because they're better than. The innocent are aroused against the ungodly. Nevertheless, the righteous will hold their ways. Catch this. Nevertheless. No matter what's going on, no matter the season, no matter the experiences, no matter the devastation, no matter the calamity, no matter what's at my doorstep, no matter what I'm feeling, nevertheless, the righteous will hold to their ways. What is Job saying? Job is like preaching to himself. He's like, no matter what, nevertheless, I am going to hold my ground. I am going to, I'm going to hold to my ways. And those, listen to what he says, and those with clean hands will grow stronger. The word stronger is stronger and stronger. That it's not a destination that you're just, you're, you're going to, you, you went in you, and, and you, could, you could lift this much weight and you walked out and now you can lift this much weight. But the truth is, is that he's saying that you will grow stronger and stronger. That you are in, you're actually in a posture, you're in a place, and, and, and you're in an alignment with God that you are on a trajectory of, of growing from strength to strength. That you're not, you're not, you're not going to grow and you're not, you're not done. That God has more for you. He has more that he wants to grow for you and through you and to other people. Then you jump forward in Job 42, and it says, Then Job replied to the Lord. Okay, chapter 42 is the end of the book. Job has lost everything. I mean, beyond what beyond could he seem. And he's got these friends chirping in his ear, telling him all this stuff, telling him how he should handle things. You know, when you're dealing with devastation, when you're dealing with struggle, and you're asking yourself right now, am I slipping, am I surviving, am I getting stronger? The people, and sometimes well-meaning friends, 
want to come in and what they want to do is they want to profess their plans for your promise. But we need God's plans for our promise. Catch that. Well meaning, good plans, but they aren't God's plans. Not for you. And so Job's surrounded by his friends and they're giving him this advice. Very end of the book of Job. It says, then Job replied to the Lord, and this is what he says, I know that you can do all things. This guy has no reason from humanity standpoint to be saying this to God. To even, like, I don't know if I, don't know if I, if I had gone through the devastation that Job went through, the season of life he went through, if I would be speaking to God and saying, I know that you can do all things, God. He goes on to say, no purpose of yours can be thwarted. Job is beginning to look past his pain to find God's purpose. You asked, this is Job saying to God, you asked God, who is it that obscures my plans without knowledge? Surely I spoke things I do not understand, Job says. Things too wonderful for me to know. Okay, I'm going to stop right there and tell you something. God says, who is it that obscures my plan? God has a plan. You need to know this right now. God has a plan. He has a plan. And if God has a plan, can I tell you something? You need a plan. Do you have a plan? Because if you don't have a plan, your, your survival is, is actually a moment of slipping. This is what I mean. If you're not growing, you're slipping. If you're not getting stronger, you're slipping. And if you don't have a plan, we may, we may look and say we're surviving, but we're catching ourselves at that, at that average, but we're actually on a downward trajectory. And if you don't have a plan, I can tell you the enemy has a plan for you. The enemy of this entire story with Job was Satan. Satan was being ruthless with Job. Satan had a plan for Job's life, and God had a plan for Job's life. And Job had to decide whose plan he was going to align to. God has a plan for you. You need a plan if you want to emerge stronger. If you don't have a plan, I'm telling you, you may be surviving right now, but you're going to start slipping. Four says, you said, listen now and I will speak. So Job is saying to God, okay, God, you said, listen right now and I'll speak. I will question you and you shall answer me. God's saying, I'm gonna, I, need you to, I need you to listen and I'm going to speak and I'm going to question you and I need you to answer. He's saying, we need to have a conversation here. God, point number two, point number one, God has a plan. You need a plan. Point number two, God wants to participate with you. God wants to participate with you. He's trying to have a conversation here with Job. God's trying to have a conversation with you. You need a partner. God wants to participate with you, and you need a partner. You cannot do this alone. If you're trying to get through whatever it is you're going through, and you're trying to do it alone, it's not going to work. It's not going to work on your own. It's not going to work 
if you try to run this race all by yourself. The first partner you need, you need a partner to participate with. And the first partner that God is presenting to Job is like, you need to partner with me. I got a plan. And you and I need to talk about the plan. I'm your partner. And you need a partner. I'm, I'm... I'm suggesting to you that you need to first partner with God. And I'm going to tell you, aside from that, you may need some partners. You may need need to have people around you to help partner with you that you can be explicit about and say, these are my goals and how I want to get stronger. And then there's some accountability or or there's some community around this. And perhaps you do it together. There's some inspiration and encouragement. Are you with me? Are Are you guys with me right now? Someone like shout an amen at the TV and all caps, amen, in the comments or something. I need to know you're with me here. I miss seeing all your faces. So number one, God has a plan. You need a plan. Number two, God wants to participate with you. So you need a partner. In verse five, Job goes on and he says, My ears heard of you, but now my eyes have seen you. Catch this. What ended up happening in Job's life is Job knew of God. He had heard of God. He, God had been passed down, had been spoken of. He, he, he knew who God was. He prayed to God. He spoke to God. He had heard of God. But now what he's saying is, but now my eyes have seen you. How? Because he sees the evidence of God's plan and participation in his life. Job sees the plan and the participation in his life. Therefore, he says, Job says, I despise myself and repent in dust and ashes. Number three, God performs on his end. God performs on his end. Job had heard of God and then God showed up. God, catch this, he had heard of God and God performed on his end and he showed up. I got a plan. I want to participate with you. And there's a promise with God. He's going to show up. He's going to help you emerge stronger. He's going to show up. You need to perform on your end. I need to perform on my end. I got to show up. I can have a plan. I can have a partner. But if I don't show up and I don't exercise the plan and I don't take advantage of the participation and the partner, I am not going to emerge stronger. In fact, I'm probably not going to make it very many weeks. How many of you experience this? Maybe in the beginning of the eight weeks, you set out with good intentions on some things, but now those good intentions aren't strong enough to keep you doing those habits or, or keeping you in those rhythms or routines, and you've stopped doing those things. See, you need a plan, you need a partner, and you need to perform on your end. I love this. In Job 42.10, just after verse 6, it says, uh, after Job had prayed for his friends, the same friends that were kind of giving him some terrible advice, after Job had prayed for his friends, the Lord restored his fortunes and gave him twice as much as he had before. Hold on a second. Plan? The participation with partner. And he performed on his end. How? How did Job perform on his end to step in to emerging stronger? He repented. 
He turned from what it was doing so he could turn toward his plan and participation of getting stronger. This idea of repentance. He turned from it. He turned from what he turned. He didn't listen to his friends. He didn't listen to bad advice. And he focused on the one thing that never changed. And it was God. Job emerged spiritually stronger at the end of the worst season that I've ever read a human going through. This is horrific. He emerged spiritually stronger than when he went in because he was able to witness God's goodness in the midst of calamity. God has a plan. You need a plan. God wants to participate with you, and you need a partner. And ultimately, God will perform. It's up to you and I if we're going to step in and we're going to perform. We're eight weeks in, family. We're eight weeks in. Don't stop. You were meant to do more than merely survive. Catch me. You were meant to do more than merely survive. You, you were created to be stronger and stronger. You were created for more. You have a very unique opportunity right now to take the time to do some things that you can emerge spiritually stronger from whatever the time period is. You got to ask the question right now. I asked this question in the beginning. Are you slipping, surviving, or are you getting strong? Because my goal, my goal, my my 100% motivation and goal for you is that you emerge stronger spiritually than you went in. You will be a blessing to your family. Joe prays for his friends. God restores double the portion of fortune, twice as much as he had before. The blessing emerged stronger spiritually than when he went in. I feel like some of you needed to hear that word tonight. Um, eight weeks in, I feel like there's a struggle. I, feel, I, 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 I can sense it. I can sense the struggle. I can sense the weariness. Some of you are tired. You need rest. You need rest. And God wants to give you, uh, he wants to give you the rest that you need. And in that weariness, he says, those who are weary and burdened come to him. That his, his yoke is not burdensome. We need his plan. We need his partnership. And I believe God wants to release right now. He wants to release his strength. He wants to release his strength in your weakness. I, I just preached this message last night. You got to go back and listen to it on YouTube. I, I'm telling you, I just preached this message. God wants to release his strength in the midst of your weakness, no matter what it is. But you've got to answer the question, and you, you have to assess, and then you have to present this before the Lord, and you have to say, God, this is where I'm slipping. I'm sorry. 
I'm going to turn from my slipping ways. And God, I know that I was meant to do more than merely survive. I want to turn from, from my merely surviving ways. And God, I, I want to be submitted to this plan that you have for me because you actually, you have a plan for me to be able to emerge stronger because I, 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 I've been given an opportunity God wants you to emerge from this. Let's let's take a few questions. I know there was a couple that I think uh, came in. I saw one roll through. Hey, g- g- give a show. Give an amen if this made sense tonight. Give an amen if this made sense here tonight. I'm just looking through some of these questions. Uh, give me a second here. Uh, I'm reading a question. <laughs> Man, yeah. So somebody asked this question. Said, uh, is anyone else noticing that people are becoming more aggressive the longer we are in quarantine? If so, how are you dealing with it? Uh, yes, I am noticing that people are becoming more aggressive. Um, <clears throat> I'll tell you how I'm handling it in a second. But I first want to address how we can handle it because in our humanity, we potentially could be fighting pent-up aggression, uh, tension in ourselves. Yeah, I, I think people for sure are becoming more aggressive. I think people are becoming agitated. Um, and in, in the midst of unknown, which by and large, we're still in a season of unknown unknowns. You know, when, when, when are we going to open up churches again? When are we going to open up businesses again? When, when are our economies going to open back up again? In the midst of unknowns, people get agitated. Um, people's lives are at stake, um, either their physical life. Um, some people's economic lives are completely at stake or being devastated. And so you have so many, you know, parts of this whole entire spectrum where people are feeling this tension. And I think, I think it's wearing on people. Uh, one of the things that I will tell you is I don't think you can, I don't think you can pen up. Uh, <laughs> I don't think you can pen a human up for too long. Whether it's physical or the feeling of being pent up, if there isn't a way to to deal with that, and uh, without without it becoming destructive. So h- how am I dealing with it? Well, personally, I'm dealing with it. For me, is I exercise every day that I can. I know my wife and I really do our best to exercise as much as possible. I know that it's not perfect, but we try to. Why? Because we, we're able to deal with some of that aggression and exercise. That's a very practical thing. How am I dealing with the aggression in other people? Um, I don't feed it. I don't feed it, but I, rec- I recognize it's there, and I also try to look at it with a sense of grace. Uh, I think we have to weigh perspectives are huge. So, you know, what's my perspective? I think uh, when I look at somebody, I don't know their story. I don't know what's behind their aggression. I don't know what's going on in their home. I don't know, I don't know the difficulties they're dealing with. So I really, and, and this isn't to like over-spiritualize it, but I really try to find this place of grace in my heart. And I, and I begin asking myself questions like, do I really know what this person's dealing with? There, listen, there's always a story. There is always a story behind a sad face. There is always a story 
behind aggression. And so uh, I, I try to exercise a lot of grace in that. Um, what we can do personally, again, get, get out when you can. Get some exercise. Get some fresh air. Change things up a bit. Break out of the routine that maybe you've been stuck in um, to, to, kind of, to kind of wake yourself up a little bit. And then just, let's just continue to exercise grace. Let me tell you something. Uh, Job exercised grace over his friends because he prayed for them. Job, Job could have completely laid into all his friends for the, the bad advice and all the, th- all, all the things that they're telling him. But he didn't. He prayed over them. And so I think, I think, I think for us, part of the emergence uh, of, of strength, part of us emerging stronger will be shown in the fruit or the manifestation of our life. If, if I'm surviving or slipping, I'm probably as aggressive or dealing with that aggression. On those days or those times where I'm really pressing into getting stronger, I'm probably able to handle people that are not, not handling it so well. So I, I don't know if that makes sense. Does that make sense to you guys? Yeah. <laughs> hey, three of us think that was great. So that's awesome. Hey, listen, um, if there's any other questions, I would love to be able to answer uh, those questions. Um, you can always do this. Please, 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 please. You can always follow us on any of our social media accounts. If you're watching from YouTube right now and you have not subscribed to our YouTube channel, please right now hit the subscribe button. Uh, that would be uh, huge because it helps us um, on our channel. And, of course, we want to continue to bring you the best content that we can. And also, we want to continue to spread uh, just the name of Jesus and the good news of what he's done for us in our lives and the hope and the encouragement of who he is to other people. So uh, if you're not watching on YouTube, maybe jump over to our YouTube channel, subscribe to it. Um, and if there's something you'd love to share with somebody, if something has impacted you, if you found something of help from anything that we've talked about, either on our Sunday or Wednesday Night Lives, um, feel free. And we would love it if you shared that with a friend or a family member. Um, remember, if you need anything, please, you can get a hold of us, 760-500-4888. We would love to connect with you. Um, you can always follow uh, me at at Pat Lynch Vox, at Pat Lynch Vox. That's V-O-X. The letter V is in Victor O-X, Pat Lynch Vox. So that's at Pat Lynch Vox. That's on Instagram, and that's probably one of the number one ways in terms of media platforms. Um, I connect with a lot of people, uh, and, and we talk and chat through there. Um, you can always follow our church on Instagram at the Movement Church. We would love to hear from you. Um, if you need anything, if you need prayer, if you need any resources, reach out to us. We look forward to seeing you guys um, on Sundays at eight, nine thirty, and eleven fifteen. So be sure to join us. Uh, jump in on one of those services we do live, and we would love to uh, see you guys jump in on those. Share those with your friends again if you find something that's been helpful. Let me pray for us. We're gonna jump out of here. You guys did an amazing job tonight. Everybody give a big virtual round, big round of applause for Jake and Becca, the wonderful, wonderful uh, newlywed couple who's been knocking out of the park. Yep, come on, let the hearts fly. I see it on Instagram. Let it go, let it roar. Um, they're killing it. It is, a, it, it is a team of two in here uh, doing this, bringing this all to you live. Um, and they just do an amazing job. So I just want to thank you guys publicly. You guys have been so faithful and so helpful with everything and just stepped up to the plate. And um, I love, I love, I love hanging out with you guys and seeing you guys, especially on Sunday mornings. Jake brings me your mates. 
I'm not supposed to drink those, but he does it anyway. Let's pray. Let's pray. Let's ask Jesus. Let's ask Jesus to bring the plan to be our partner. And then ask Jesus to have grace with us as we do our best to perform on our end, okay? Lord, we just thank you tonight for everything it is that you have given to us. Lord, we need to maintain a heart of gratitude. When I read the story of Job, and I, and I would pray that every single person listening to this would just go into the Bible, into the Old Testament, into a book called Job, J-O-B, Job. Read the, read the story. It is, it is a fascinating story of destruction and of devastation, but of deep, deep devotion. And, and God, I know in the midst of everything going on, we're, and we're eight weeks in, that you want us to emerge stronger, just like Job emerged stronger. And the enemy may have a plan for any person that's listening right now. The enemy might have a plan for you, but God has a plan that supersedes the enemy's plan. God has a plan that is more powerful than the enemy's plan. God has a plan for your life that he's had from the beginning of time, and the enemy wants to get in, and he wants to play God in your life, and he wants to try to usurp the authority that God has over you by bringing his plan and trying to get God to submit to him. And that, that, that's just the way the enemy works, but the enemy knows he has no way to stand up against God. And so when we step in with God's plan and we step in with God as a partner, the enemy's plan and his purposes begin to fall apart. And so God, what I speak to right now are the plans that you have and that you've spoken over every single person's life that's listening right now. You need to hear this, that every single one of you, God's plans right now, I'm speaking those things over your life, no matter where you're listening from. And Father, I ask that you would give us the ability to take this time, this opportunity of margin that you've given us to assess, to evaluate if we're slipping, surviving, or getting stronger. And we would make a decision that we would, we would exit and we would emerge from this season, this time, however long it is. But we're going to emerge stronger spiritually. We are going to emerge stronger. God, we thank you. We give worth to your name and what it is you have done for us in advance. And we want to walk in those things. We thank you. In Jesus' powerful name, everyone said amen and amen. We will see you guys on Sunday, 8, 9, 30, or 11, 15. As always, I love you all. Can't wait to the moment I get to hug you, high-five you, fist bump you, elbow bump you, do kid and play dance with you, however it is we need to connect and say hi. I can't wait. We'll see you guys soon.